0: Welcome to the Take Uncommon Action Podcast. I am your host, Brady Oakey from Brady Oak Fitness, founder of Tua, a training brand and fitness community focused on standing out from the crowd and taking action in our daily lives. Roll the intro. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Tua Cast, the Take Uncommon Action Podcast. Man, I love that name. This is Brady Oak, your host, owner, founder, CEO, all the fancy words, head coach of Tua. And we have an episode for you today, man. I will tell you that. We have some exciting announcements, and we have a challenge to talk about. This challenge is going to be life-changing for those who take part in it. But I'm going to go ahead and say right here, right now. Even if you don't take part in this challenge, which I'm going to talk all about here in a second, this podcast will still have the ability to give you the tools so that you can change your life this year. And uh, I'm going to get really personal with a story of mine on how I changed my life. I consider this story truly a catalyst moment um, for, gee, I don't know, how I became a disciplined person, how I became happy in life how I you know I feel like I'm in a position right now I'm, I am just feel so blessed you know uh, I feel so blessed I have a you know incredible wife a beautiful perfect wife we live the lives we want to live we travel the world we own incredible companies that bring us so much fulfillment uh, those companies are successful our finances are you know well secured and taken care of and we get to do this fulfilling calling in life of coaching other people in their fitness. We have, you know, these these special relationships in our lives with our family and our friends, and we just we feel so blessed right now. And what I'm telling you today was honestly the catalyst for all of this, and and I do mean that. Um, I don't I don't mean that to sound. I don't know, dramatic. I'm not kidding when I say that. It's it's truly, this is when it all started for me. So we're going to get into that. Um, like I said, we have some announcements to talk about as well. Some things going on in the company that I think people are going to really like. We have um, this thing called the Uncommon Code, which I'm going to talk all about. A uh, new initiative that we're running with Tua. And um, also some other things. I mean, right now, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to make this podcast relevant to what's going on right now in our little sphere sphere we got going on our little ecosystem. Right now, I have a lot of new faces on my social media due to Nick Bear. Um, for you who do know who Nick Bear is, then you know you know. Um, if you don't know who Nick Bear is, Nick Bear is the owner and founder of Bear Performance Nutrition BPN, which is actually the supplement company that I've been using for three and a half years and about two months ago now i became an ambassador of theirs so that's really cool um recently i I got news that i'm moving up in the ambassador program a little bit also so super exciting stuff going on there but uh no nick bear has asked me to help him with his show and we're going to talk about this here in a little bit, but uh, his show, I, I leave tomorrow for the show. His show is literally this weekend. So I do want to tailor some of the conversation to things that will be applicable to people who know who Nick Bear is, because quite honestly, a lot of people, a lot of new faces on my social media has, have come from Nick Bear and Nick Bear kind of, you know, shouting me out and, and things like that. So. If you guys are here, welcome. <laughs> That's all I can say is welcome. It's it's good to have you. I think you're gonna find that uh, you know the the go one more culture, the BPN culture, is very similar to my culture, my be uncommon culture, and the Tua culture, uh, which is you know it, there's there's no coincidence that I've been kind of attracted to bpn as a company and what they've you know done for the industry uh there's no uh, coincidence there you know i I really respect what they've done and that's why i've associated myself with them that's why i've been around them that's why i consider them my tribe it's because it's very similar to my tribe so anyway we're going to talk about the 12 weeks that changed my life and i do mean this 12 weeks changed my life forever So uh, I've told the short version of the story maybe a couple times recently on social media. And, you know, it wasn't until more recently that I realized truly how, like I said, this was a catalyst for my life. I guess what I'm trying to say is I haven't realized how important, how significant this moment was for my life until more recently. And so I've been pondering it a lot recently, and I've been thinking about, you know, how it happened, why it happened, all these things, and and how I can share it with you guys, and how I can help you make the same decision so that you can have a life changing moment like I had. So, um, essentially, what happened? We're gonna rewind to 2016. 2016, I'm a college student. I'm studying exercise physiology, and uh, life was just not that good for me. But for some reason, you know, I I don't want to sit here and complain. I didn't have anything that crazy going on in my life. You know, it wasn't like I you know, I lost a loved one or like, I don't know, anything crazy that would bring someone into depression. It wasn't any one thing, but for whatever reason, I did find myself kind of in a depressive state. This was the first time I'd ever experienced something like this before. I did not know I was capable of becoming depressed. And, you know, because it was the first time, uh, I, I like to think it's The first of literally only two times in my life I've ever felt like this, so I'm still kind of new to it, I guess, but I didn't know what it was, and I I really didn't even know it was depression until I got out of it, and I looked back, and I was like, whoa, holy crap, did I really just go through that? And, uh, you know, this podcast isn't, you know, about depression. I don't want to go too deep into this, but for about eight months of 2016, I just felt very lost. I felt very hopeless. I did not... I did not see my life going as planned and I did not see it going in the right direction and I did not believe that I was going to feel happy. Um I know that sounds maybe kind of ridiculous. We all go through tough times and they pass, right? But when you're actually like, you know, depressed, you you can't think that way. You truly feel hopeless. That is the only word to describe it. You are without hope. You you cannot look into the future and see hopeful things happening because you are hopeless so I was just going through it Um, you know a lot of things happened to me to get there it wasn't one thing it was probably a hundred little things it was a death by a thousand cuts and uh, some of it was you know girl related some of it was life transition related some of it was just um, self-esteem just going down the tank for whatever reason and I don't know it was a million different things but I found myself in this depressive state and I knew I needed to get out. After eight months, I was like, hey, I think I've had enough. I need to do something different. And uh, so I I actually, during this time, I'd moved to Nashville, Tennessee for a summer job with some friends. I figured I just need to get away. So I left Idaho where I was going to school. I drove this crappy car. I owned this car for about four months. It was a, a Chrysler Pacifica 2000 and I don't even know, 2005 maybe. It it, You know, I didn't think it was that bad. (laughs) But then on my drive to Nashville for the summer, my AC broke um, on the drive there. And I was like, okay, I'm literally entering the south in the middle of the summer uh, with no air conditioning. So that is going to, you know, kind of suck a little bit. It did, by the way, it did suck. It was very hot, very sweaty. Yeah, because I didn't fix it because I didn't have any money. So anyway, we moved to Nashville for a job to live with my friends, just have some fun, get away. And uh, it, I think it did help. I needed to kind of escape myself, you know, a little bit and get out of my typical world and just do something different. So that's what we did. But afterwards, I realized I was kind of running away from life. And at the end of summer, I realized I need to get back to Idaho. But I did decide I was going to change. I, I decided I was going to be a different person. And um, I don't know, be a little stronger, I guess. So, got back to Idaho, and honestly, this is when things started to get a little bit better. Um, I felt a little bit better about myself. I honestly had really good roommates, so I owe them everything. Um, my my confidence shot back up. My self-esteem shot back up, and finally, I started to look at the future and think, okay, you know, I think I can handle this now. So, the eight months of depression were starting to pass, and I was doing good. And around this time, um, now we're talking early 2017, I... I decided I needed to challenge myself. I hadn't really challenged myself in a while. And during this time, guys, I was obsessed with fitness. I was hitting the gym hard. I was never not hitting the gym. Even you know, even if I'm super depressed, I'm still hitting the gym because I love the gym. I'm obsessed with it. I have no other choice. <laughs> I've been going for too long, so can't quit now. Uh, but I decided I need to challenge myself in new ways. And I had never done a, a diet before. I'd actually tried a few diets in the past. I figured it'd be cool to shed a few pounds, get a little bit leaner, I had no idea what I was doing, though, and I failed every single time. Um, The first time I tried dieting, I tried cutting carbs. It was carbs and sodium. I tried to cut carbs and sodium because I thought sodium made you fat, and I thought carbs made you fat, which is funny to to say this because everyone would laugh to think that, yes, me, Brady Oak, the guy that preaches all this information online all the time for years now, I used to be one of the stupid people out there. So (laughs) it's okay. It's okay to be a little dumb sometimes. You, You will learn. And yeah, so I cut carbs, cut sodium, tried to lose weight. I ended up experiencing um, hyponatremia, which is when you deprive yourself of sodium and you get really massive headaches. And I just remember having the worst headache ever. At this point, I'd probably lost like four pounds of just water weight from dropping carbs, and uh, I couldn't I couldn't handle it anymore. My head hurt too bad, um, and I had a friend of mine say hey you just need to eat something so i went to cafe rio if you know what cafe rio is if you're from the west it is goaded so good got a giant um smothered burrito there and felt better in like 15 minutes and that was the end of my diet um but my headache also went away so that was the most important part anyway i had zero experience dieting successfully i didn't know how to do it but I went into 2017 deciding I was going to try again. And this time I was a little bit more well-equipped. I'd been studying exercise physiology. Part of my degree is, you know, a lot of nutrition classes. I I finally started to understand some things and I was going to put it into practice. So created a plan and I, I don't know what was going through my head. Uh, you know, I just, I knew I was going to do a 12-week or a 90-day cut. I knew I was going to probably lose 10 to 20 pounds. I really had no clue. Um, I knew I was going to start doing cardio. I knew I was going to track my macros and that's it. So day one hits guys. And I just start tracking my macros for the first time ever. I whip out my fitness pal. I'm measuring things on this, you know, $5 food scale that I bought on Amazon. And, uh, we just started doing it. The thing is, I really, really want to stress this point. Okay. I did not go into this fully believing that I was going to finish the 90 days. I wasn't uh, trying to, you know, what's what's that saying? <laughs> like I wasn't going to try to eat the whole cake in one bite, if that makes sense. You know, I wasn't trying to fully uh, comprehend what it was going to take for 12 weeks of doing this for 90 days. I was just going to take it one day or one bite at a time. And so I started that first day. and My goal for that day one was to hit my macros and do my cardio. And I did it. Hit my macros, did my cardio. You know, it was a little, it was a learning experience. I'd never tracked macros before successfully. So I had to kind of, you know, I was learning on the fly. I had to do some weird things, but we hit it. Woke up day two and I was like, all right, well, I did it yesterday. So I guess that means I can do it today, right? Day two came around and I did it. Day three, woke up. All right, well, I did it yesterday and I did it the day before that. So I guess I'll do it again today. I did it again. Did my cardio, hit my macros. Day four, five, six, seven, first week in the books, perfect. Did everything perfectly. And that's when I was starting to kind of think, hold on, I'm doing kind of good. And, you know, I can't remember how how many pounds I lost that first week. It was probably one, two pounds max. Um, But I started to kind of build a little bit of confidence I started to literally, like I I put it now, this is where I got this saying from, is from this experience. I started to give myself a reason to believe in myself because I was literally proving to myself that I could do it. And when you start to prove to yourself that you're capable of doing something, you know, they always say this, like, oh, you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in yourself. But why? Why should you believe in yourself? Have you given yourself a reason to believe in yourself? If you've failed every single goal that you've set for yourself, you have no reason to believe in yourself. And I'm sorry, that's harsh to say, but you have no reason. Would you believe in yourself? <laughs> you know, it's like no one should believe in you because you haven't proven anything. But I had the chance um, to kind of prove myself, and I started to f- feel that I didn't start day one as motivated as I was um, at the start of week two. I'll put it that way. You know, the motivation really came after I started to prove to myself that I was actually going to be capable of doing this. Um, and a lot of people they they won't start because they lack motivation, but they don't understand that the motivation will come once you get going and once you start to prove that you're actually capable of accomplishing these things. so week two came around. this is when I started to really find my rhythm. I was like, hey, I got this man i I don't know what to eat. I don't know how to attract macros now, my food scale, boom, this is awesome. and started finding my stride. um you know, this was going on for a while and, I wasn't focused on how I looked in the mirror, though, because um, I I do feel like I kind of understood it. nothing was going to happen right away. I just kept focusing on hitting my macros and doing my cardio. Next day, hitting my macros, doing my cardio. Like That's it, guys. I wasn't focused on whether I could see slightly more definition in the mirror yet, whatever. But at some point, guys, at some point, I did start seeing some more definition in the mirror can't remember when, uh, probably halfway through, let's say. So now I'm like week six and I'm like, hold up. I look kind of good. And what's interesting is when you, when you've never cut before, when you've never been super lean, um, it's, it's all new to you. You're like, I did not know I looked this way. (laughs) You know, it's like, you're seeing yourself for the first time. I didn't really think that I was that aesthetic of a person. You know, I don't, I don't really know what I thought. I just, first of all, I never really thought I was that fat and, I wasn't, to be clear. I was probably 16% body fat, okay? But I I never thought I was that fat, and I I didn't think I had that much to lose, and I also didn't think I was really aesthetic. But the truth is I had never dieted before. I'd never gotten lean, and so you don't don't know what you don't know. My goal is to get to sub-10% body fat. I wanted to see what it looked like when I was essentially single-digit body fat percentage, getting close to being stage lean, but not quite. I I realized I didn't really need to get stage lean. That's ridiculous, but I did want to get decently close so i was aiming for like that nine percent range anyway six weeks in i started looking better i'm like hey this is actually kind of cool at that point i'm sold it's like i'm doing the whole thing now i'm halfway i know what i'm doing i just got to wake up hit my macros do my cardio that's it we're good uh and i want to stop here because obviously i'm going to keep going right (laughs) but i want to stop here and tell um some other things i started to notice because it wasn't just the physical changes in the mirror I specifically remember during this period of time my grades started to go up. I started to get better grades. And I remember hearing rumors like, oh, when you're dieting you're going to be so tired and you know, you're know you not going to be able to focus on anything and blah, blah, blah. But I kind of had the opposite experience. I started noticing clarity. I started noticing that I was paying better attention in school. And that literally guys, my grades were going up and I was studying more. And, uh, um, my, my reasoning for this. Okay. So like on the surface, I think it came from just eating healthier. You know, I started to cut out a bunch of crap I was eating guys, dude, my college diet. Oh my goodness. You know, smuckers, I was eating a lot of smuckers, you know, um, those, uh, microwavable like breakfast sandwiches that like, I mean, they're not terrible, but they have like, I don't know, 20, 30 grams of fat in them. I was eating those, um and dude uh the last thing strudels toaster strudels pillsbury toaster strudels me and my roommate um mitchell became obsessed with them technically i'd I'd been obsessed with them for a while so we would we were buying them by the box loads and just pounding them i remember like one day i literally ate an entire box and i'm like huh i just had six toaster strudels today that's Maybe I shouldn't do that. I mean, I don't even know how many grams of sugar that is, but it's so unhealthy. And uh, it's so funny. I haven't had those in, um, I don't even know, years now, maybe, um, just because, like, I don't think it would make me feel good. But it's during this period when I learned that. I, I, so I started to have, like, just a clearer mind. And I think it was because I was eating healthier. And then the other thing is I became in so, like, I became so in control with everything in my life you know when you're there's this special type of control that happens when you are um literally like controlling what you eat i think it's hard to explain i mean we live our whole lives where you just kind of eat what's in front of you when you start to control what goes into your body you gain this this control over yourself that it i cannot explain it guys but it started to bleed into other aspects of my life. I started to control like I'm talking about my right now my academics, my studying habits, you know, my grades. I started to do better in school. And I was like, okay, hey, this is interesting. And the other thing I noticed too is that my room was cleaner. <laughs> and um, I I know this sounds silly. I started to not only clean my room more um, kind of like subconsciously, but I also was keeping my room cleaner too. And so I think what was happening is again, I was just getting so much control over my life. My diet had cleaned up so much that I kind of subconsciously started to clean up other aspects of my life. My bed was, you know, made more often. My room was cleaner. I, I kept it cleaner more often. Like just everything became kind of clean. And then I noticed I became minorly (laughs) OCD in a lot of ways, you know, I wanted things to be perfect all the time. And, and it came back to just the, the amount of control that I had over my life suddenly by controlling my diet. But I started to control things a lot better. And I remember I bought a planner for the first time ever. I was so unorganized before this, I bought a planner and I would just plan my day, plan my hours. Like, dude, my, my life became this just perfect, like pristine, OCD, uh, I don't know situation where my I had my planner, everything was planned out perfectly on my clean desk, on my clean bed, my clean room, with my clean kitchen and my my diet that was perfectly planned out already, and everything was weighed and ready to go, and it's just like I had this perfect situation going on. It was kind of crazy, and I noticed it, and I was like, "This is very interesting," but I loved it. And the other thing that happened during this period of time, this is um this this one's kind of crazy. Hey guys, I quickly wanted to remind you about a premium online coaching service available on our website at TakeUncommonAction.com. Stand out from the crowd and achieve your fitness goals by joining the team. Now back to the podcast. Okay, so during this time, I'd actually been talking to a girl, she's kind of cute, her name is Maddie, Madeline, and I uh, started talking to this cute girl from Canada and uh, something happened because... The interesting thing about this is um, I had already known Maddie and things had not really worked out before. Um, We just weren't in the right places in our lives the first time we were starting to see each other. But, you know, life has his way of of, uh, bringing two people together that are meant to be together. And that semester we started to talk again, but this time it was different, completely different. We really enjoyed each other's company the first time we started to kind of hang out and kind of date a little bit. But the second time, we were both just in way different places. And, and me specifically, I was in much different of a place. Like I already explained, I was like on top of everything in my life at this point. My grades are up, my room is clean. You know, I got my planner. I'm happy. I'm confident now. I'm not eating crap. And I'm looking pretty good in the mirror. Now, all of a sudden, I start talking to this girl again, Maddie. And things are different, man. Things are different. And we just hit it off. And uh, it's a very special moment because during this period of time of proving to myself that I can, in fact, believe in myself, um, that, that's what did it. That allowed me to talk to Maddie differently and have a different experience with Maddie. And, and Maddie and I eventually we got closer and closer, and we became exclusive, you know, dating only each other. We became boyfriend and girlfriend. We, um, DTR we determined the relationship so uh, <laughs> we became boyfriend and girlfriend while I'm on this diet. I'm still on the diet by the way guys I'm like halfway through my diet and we became boyfriend and girlfriend and um, you know the rest is history I'll go ahead and say I won't tell you that what happens over the next um, six, seven years but we end up getting married and here we are. but it all happened because of this. So now the next six weeks, I'm just cruising. I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm pushing it. Now I start to get really motivated. You know, I'm doing 45 minutes, you know, incline treadmill. I'm doing it in full sweats, which is completely pointless and useless. But I wanted to do it anyway, just so I could like suffer a little bit more. And I'm just living it, man. I'm loving every second of this challenge. The last six weeks, it's getting harder. I'm a little t- more tired, you know, I'm, uh, but I'm getting shredded. I'm getting shredded and it was so cool to see. I was, it was just like, it was just the coolest experience truly seeing what you're capable of in this way and, and seeing how aesthetic you really are. And I do think most people are actually really aesthetic. They just don't know it yet. Cause they've never been lean enough. So I started to experience this whole thing and, Anyway, I finished the 12 weeks. I I ended it with the photo shoot And I still have all these photos that that we took I even like put a fake tan on and everything Like I I wanted these photos forever to remember this experience and and it truly like I'm glad I did because it was incredible Um, But yeah, I finished that 12 weeks and I cheated a total of drumroll Zero times I never not even once went over my macros for 90 days perfect 90 days and I realized holy crap, I am capable, I can do anything, I just did this, what else could I do? The amount of confidence I gained in that moment has truly been pivotal in my life. I, I would like to think I had you know some confidence before, I wasn't like not confident, but this gave me so much confidence because it proved to myself, I'll say it again, it proved to me that I can believe in myself, and that if I bet on myself, I'll bet right. And it taught me what I'm actually capable of doing. It was so life changing. It was so life changing. In fact, I did it again the next year, and again the next year, and then the next year I decided to do my first uh, bodybuilding prep, which was the you know the COVID year. So I ended up being like ten months. And then the next year after that, I competed again. And now, now I'm not doing it because I <laughs> I need a break and I need to actually like grow and have an off season now. But it was that. It was that um, special to me that I I did it for every single year afterwards. Actually, the next year I did it even longer. I was like, let's do thirteen weeks. The year after that, I did it for I think seventeen weeks. Uh, I just really wanted to push myself. You know, I became addicted to that feeling of just doing what you said you are gonna do. You know, like saying you are gonna do something hard, then actually doing it. That feeling right there, guys. Not enough people know this, I guess. Not enough people know. They need to know, though. If you're listening to this, listen up. If you tell yourself you're going to do something hard and you do it, the feeling you get afterwards is unlike anything else. No drug is stronger than the drug of doing something that you said you were going to do. And that, that feeling, man, I feel it now. I know what it feels like. I'm a... Addicted to it it is so powerful the confidence the fulfillment you get this has brought so much happiness into my life um and when it comes down to it it's just pure discipline i became disciplined in that moment and it it, it lasted you know um that's the big thing is it, it didn't change my life for 12 weeks it changed my life forever the rest of that year i kept up with my little minor ocd habits <laughs> and even out till this day um you know, I, I've evolved in in certain ways, but I still wake up early. Like I, it could be the weekend. I'm still waking up at 6 AM. Um, even if I don't have to, even if I don't even have anything on my to-do list, I just do it anyway, because I know that, um, it, it serves me to do that. Uh, there's other things too, obviously, like just everything has, has really come from, from doing this. So anyway, I guess what I want to say is that, um, well, a few things really, because of this, we're doing a challenge. Okay. Now the thing with this challenge is you have to do it hundred percent or it doesn't work. If you, if you sign up for something or pick a goal or promise to yourself that you're going to do something and then you don't, I, I, I know, I know a lot. We talk about what happens if you do accomplish the goal. Okay. You cool. You get shredded, whatever. Rarely do we talk about what happens if you don't. Okay, So we know what happens if you do. You get the benefits, you you get the cool photo shoot, whatever, you get bragging rights, whatever it is. What happens if you don't though? What happens if you do if you say you're gonna do something and then you don't, you are damaged in the in the same way that how this was a life altering moment, a catalyst for my life, if you don't follow through, it can be a catalyst for your life too, but in the negative. It can damage what we call your self-efficacy. I've talked about this a lot. It can damage your self-efficacy. And your self-efficacy is essentially your, your belief system in yourself. It's not like self-esteem, but it's similar. Okay, It's like your, your inner belief in yourself. And when you don't follow through, you hurt it. And there's people, there are men out there listening to this, and men everywhere, that have very low self-efficacy. They don't do what they say they're going to do because they never have done what they said they were going to do and their self-efficacy is so damaged that it's just at that point you just you your word means nothing to yourself it's so harsh to say that but it's true the way around it is to do this do the challenge do it 100 percent. the key here is you have to have to do it 100 if you don't do it 100 not only doesn't it work but you will hurt yourself you will damage yourself please take this seriously you will hurt yourself you will go backwards, and to turn that back around, it's not easy. You'll have to start from scratch. That's one thing. That's one thing I like about seventy-five hard. I've never done seventy-five hard because, quite honestly, I pretty much do it without actually doing it. <laughs> but uh, I do like seventy-five hard. I have a lot of respect for it. And one of the rules of seventy-five hard is, if you miss a day, what do you do? You just quit and you, you know, you go back to your normal life. No. You have to start over. That's the rule. You, you could be on day 73 of 75, and if you miss it, you have to start over. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but it's because of this. If you don't, you will hurt yourself. You will damage yourself. We have to take this seriously. So we are giving everyone the opportunity to do something, and it's exactly what I did. 12 weeks or 90 days to get shredded or leaner or whatever your goal is. But typically, yes, this is for fat loss people who want to lose weight, get in shape, look good for summer, okay? And we have a 90-day challenge called the Knockout 90. Knockout 90. That's what you got to do. 90 days, you got to knock it out. And for 90 days, you're going to diet. You're going to track your macros. You're going to be coached one-on-one with us, okay? You're going to be coached by either myself or Coach Devin, if you get to work with Coach Devin, I'll tell you what, he's freaking amazing, okay? Really good coach. Um, I'm lucky to have him on the team. I hand-selected him. I had a feeling that he needed to be on the squad, brought him on. i um, He's really smart anyway, but I, I did coach him in the Tua Method, okay? So we, we coached in the same way, the Tua Method, and um, he's he's a really good coach. So I don't want to tell you, like, you, you know – you can work with me if you want to work with me, if I have slots open, but you, (laughs) I I honestly am saying you should work with Devin. You should highly consider working with Devin. Um, he's a killer. So me and Devin, you can work with us. This is a one-on-one coaching challenge. So it's not a program. We're not going to give you some random cookie cutter program and tell you, all right, see you in 90 days. This is a one-on-one coaching experience. You're going to receive from us. Now, a few things differently that we're doing, uh, that our regular one-on-one coaching does not include. Number one, we're gonna increase the frequency of our check-in. So we currently do like a self-check-in uh, process with our current clients once a week. This challenge, we're doing it twice a week. So you get a little bit more attention. Uh, but the main thing here is more accountability. You can't go a week um, without you know, just chilling, doing your thing. You gotta check in every three or four days with us. Um, and, and you will have 24 seven access to us too. So if you've know if you've got questions or concerns and it's not your check-in day, it's all good. You can reach out and we'll get back to you. Um, on top of that, we have this really cool um, kind of collaboration, affiliation with a company called Flex Pro Meals. We selected them purely just because they're really popular and we heard good things and I've actually been using them the last couple of weeks and they're they're pretty awesome, I love them. I will continue to use them because they're awesome. So FlexPro Meals, they're a meal prep service. You can pick from, I think they got like 35, 40 different meals to choose from. They'll get delivered to your door the next day. And um, what this is gonna do, is kind of give you that momentum from the beginning of the challenge a lot of guys they're a little nervous you know that like me, they really need to have that perfect day one and that perfect day two, that perfect day three. If you can get through the first week, guys, that momentum's gonna keep you going. At some point, you're just gonna be like, hey, I've already made it this far, I can keep going. We're gonna try to help you as much as possible get to that point. If you're on your own, you will fail. So we're trying to help you out and give you every chance to succeed. So part of the challenge, if you sign up for three months with us for the the 90 days, or if you even do a six-month commitment with us, we will give you 21 free meals. We're going to ship them to your door. If you want to keep using that company afterwards, we're going to give you an exclusive 20% off discount that you can keep using. If you don't want to, you don't have to. The meals are included, so it's it's just a free add-on. Uh, we're paying out-of-pocket for it for you guys because we just want you to succeed. Not only that, it is a challenge, so we're going to have a $500 prize. Yep, $500 bucks to the best transformation at the end of it, uh, and you do have to do the check-ins for this, so you can't just not do your check-ins and then hope to win 500 bucks you have to do your your two check-ins a week and then uh if the if you have the best transformation you're gonna get paid 500 dollars at the end of it so yeah this challenge guys it's starting really soon it's starting april 1st i'm gonna try to get this podcast up as soon as possible because i know we're running out of time but um, april 1st is when we start and who knows maybe we'll take on some some late guys on that first week but once we're going we are going i would highly highly consider doing this you guys I can't stress enough. I mean, the, the motivation behind this for me is the 12 weeks that I experienced, the 90 days that I experienced that changed my life forever. And I want you guys to have that experience too. It is hard to do on your own though. So we are trying to give you every chance to succeed, every possible tool you'll need. Um, but that's the challenge, you guys. That is the challenge. And um, yeah, man, I, I really hope you take this seriously. Uh, again, if you don't want to do the challenge with us, if for whatever reason, if, I don't know, financially or Maybe you don't like us, whatever. I would still do it on your own, okay? But make sure, like I said, that you do it 100% or it doesn't work and you'll hurt yourself. On that note, I want to pivot for a second. We're going to talk about the Uncommon Code real fast. This is something that's going up on the Instagram page now, actually. You could go to Take Uncommon Action on Instagram right now and the highlights and you'll start to see them. They're popping up right now, the Uncommon Code. This is essentially kind of like our code of conduct, okay? There's a few places of inspiration I've gotten for this, but my whole goal um, for this year with Tua is to deepen our culture. We already have a really special culture. Our community really is special, and a lot of people uh, really resonate with our message of be uncommon, take uncommon action, you know, our tribe, the uncommon breed. We have something really special, and I just wanted to make it more special. So essentially what we're doing here is we're giving more, more culture, more, um, like, yeah, like a code of conduct. That's the best way I can put it. We're just, we're deepening this culture and what we stand for, what we believe in. And so think about it that way. Um, one of my inspirations for this, uh, was the samurai code, which is called the Bushido code. And, um, not that (laughs) they're actually not Similar at all, by the way, <laughs> but more just the fact that they they had some sort of code of conduct. And if you look at other, you know, similar kind of things like that, where they have rich cultures, they always have some sort of like uh, thing like that, you know, like this is what we believe in type of thing. So that's th- this is to quote, what we believe in. And so the Uncommon Code is, part of it's already live, number one and two. Okay, You can go to the highlights and you can start to see them. There's five of them in total. By the time this goes up, maybe another one will be posted. Again, they're in the highlights. The first one is work. Okay, So go look for the highlight. This is work, and then work down the line from there. Uh, And every one is a small phrase. Uh, You can memorize them if you want. I'm definitely going to have them memorized. I almost do already. But um, this is what we believe in. This is what Tua believes in. And... I know that you guys are going to love it Um, and I know that there's people that are extremely dedicated to our cause um, and I just love you guys and this is giving you more to go off of Um, but the whole purpose and and you'll get this when you get to the last code code number five which is serve the way that we can serve humanity the best is essentially by sharing with them this code you know our beliefs Um, it's going to talk a lot about how we believe that there's greatness inside of all of us and how we need to find it Uh, and we can find it by working hard talks about how we believe in becoming our best in all aspects of life. It talks about how we need to be, you know, refusing mediocrity in our lives at all times. And lastly, yeah, it talks about serving others by helping them understand the greatness that they have inside of them. So anyway, more of that. uh, You can go to our page and and learn more about that as they go live. Uh, But we have an exciting weekend Upon us, <laughs> uh, not just not just for me, not just for Nick Bear and everything, but uh, for Tua, for our company, and um, I am I'm, I feel very fortunate right now because obviously Nick Bear, he's a really cool guy. Um, he has a lot of followers. He has a lot of impact. He has a lot of influence, and I feel blessed that he has asked me to coach him, and that he's used this as um, or I guess his influence as a way to tell people about us about to, about who we are, what, what we do. And it's just crazy. Um, I love it though. It's, it, it's, it's awesome. And because of that, we, we do have a lot of new faces. Like I said, we have a lot of new people applying for coaching, um, a lot of new clients coming in and it's very exciting. It's just very exciting. So to the, uh, people who have been a part of TUA for a long time that happen to be listening to this, make sure to welcome the newcomers to the newcomers. Thanks for being here to the people who are somewhere in between. (laughs) Uh, I love that you're here too. So, and and don't be afraid to join us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so uh, I leave tomorrow morning. Heading out to Orlando, Florida. Nick is flying us out, um, and I'm going to be backstage with him, helping out, helping him out for his show. This is my first competitor of the year, so this is a special time, and it's Nick Bear. So, I mean, a guy that I've had a lot of respect for for a lot, a, a very long time. Um, I, I kind of might do a podcast episode about Nick Bear, purely because the amount of questions I get on Instagram these days about Nick, about i mean a lot of it's whether he's natural or not which is funny uh just about how i'm peaking him all, all these things a lot of people are asking me these questions so i'm like hey maybe i'll just do an entire episode maybe even better yet i'll get him on the podcast who knows um but yeah i think i'm going to talk more about that or maybe do a youtube video or whatever if you guys have any ideas and you that you'd like to see make sure to let me know i think i will do a youtube video explaining his peak though because that seems to be the popular topic right now is is people trying to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it. Um, right now he's currently literally probably eating carbs as we speak. He's, he's supposed to be, um, consuming almost 300 grams of carbs today. So, and then tomorrow we got a big 650 carb day, unless I switch it up once I see him in person, we'll see, but it is a really exciting process in general, just peaking athletes. And in this case, it's an athlete that like a million people follow so i think there's some extra interest there to see like how we do it and why we're doing what we're doing and and all that and in the in, in the end i just hope he does well and has a good experience up there uh he probably won't ever do bodybuilding again although he should cuz he's he's got a great physique for it um <laughs> but yeah on to the next challenge as he does uh anyway though guys thank you so much for listening to this episode we will have more coming i promise you And, um, I can't stress enough guys in 12 weeks, you can be a completely different person. 90 days. It's all it takes 90 days. Ask yourself right now who you want to be in 90 days from now. And I hope that's not cliche. Let's just make that not cliche anymore, because at the end of the day, we do decide our future. I, one of my favorite quotes, I'll quote this literally every day is, uh, you know, your decisions determine your destiny every decision you make has an impact on the future i heard i saw this hilarious meme yesterday i'm going to read it to you so it's the jim halpert meme where he's like pointing at the whiteboard from the office it, it doesn't really matter but the first one says when people travel to the past they worry about radically changing the present by doing something small okay and then the next one says few people think that they can radically change the future by doing something small in the present and i'm like wow First of all, I feel a little bit called out, but that's so funny. You know, if you, if you watch any time travel movie or whatever, they're like, okay, we can't, we can't talk to anyone. We can't say anything because it'll alter the future forever. It's like the butterfly effect, right? It's like, we're going to alter the future if we do something so small, but then think about it right now. We are in the present and we can do something small right now that will greatly impact the future. Every decision we make alters the future. And so right now, as you're listening to this podcast, you have a power to alter your own future. In 90 days from now, you can be someone different. You can be someone better. You can be farther ahead. Whatever it is, whatever you aspire, you can do it. You have that power over your life, okay? Your free will and agency is the greatest gift ever given to us, and and you can make your own decisions that will determine your own destiny. It's so cool. So ask yourself, in 90 days, who do you want to be? What do you want to be better at? Um, you know, it's so funny because at the end of the day, we're talking about getting shredded, right? We're talking about getting the, you know, leaner body fat percentage and looking good. It sounds so like, like vanity, right? We're just talking about vanity here. Um, but it's really not about that. You know, my transformation was cool, but it was the mental transformation that did it for me that changed everything. It wasn't the fact that I got abs and was nine percent body fat that changed everything i didn't get maddie because i was lean i got maddie because i believed in myself and she sensed it i had confidence in myself and she felt it i was sure of myself i had self-efficacy and my self-esteem was high and she felt that that's how i got maddie you know i my room didn't become cleaner my grades didn't get better because i was shredded <laughs> right you know it's just because it it changed who i was that process so um hey If you want to be shredded for summer though, cool, get shredded for summer, but also know that you're going to change your, your uh, mentality about a lot of things too, and become a stronger individual, stronger human, stronger man because of it. So, um, if this, if this vibes with you, if, if you rock with this, cool, I think I know what you need to do. You need to reach out to us. If you don't, again, if you hate our faces or whatever, you don't want to work with us, that's cool. Still do this, still do something. Okay. 90 days from now, we're going to be different people when uh, June, July comes around, we are going to be better. And with that, I leave you be uncommon. There is greatness inside of you in order to find that greatness. We must take uncommon action. Okay. Leave you with that one. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.